right. Uh, you ready? I'm not ready. I'm dad. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top Five. Where we take everything movies and we make them in the list. On this side of the table, that's me, Brandon Winkman. On that side of the table, that's my good buddy Lucas Swanson. Hello, nurse. Wasn't ready for that one, but <laughs> I appreciate it. And happy belated Father's Day to everybody. Happy Father's Day. How was your Father's Day, bud? Tiring. Very, very tiring. We went water skiing nice early in the morning. and On that hot-ass fucking day. Yeah, boy, howdy am I out of shape. <laughs> I realized we didn't swear for the mom one, but... Fuck it for the dads, right? My dad, my dad taught me how to swear. It's fine. Yeah, that's he, not my true dad at all. did comment on how much we swear. Oh, did he on Sunday? <laughs> Sorry, dad, but that's just us. My dad hasn't said anything. I don't think he listens. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh. Anyway, yeah, Father's Day. Obviously, we're gonna do top five dads and movies. Yeah, we did moms and movies for Mother's Day. Only felt fair yeah. to do dads and movies. Um, this was. Not as easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of dads are bad in movies. Yeah, they're like they're shitty parents. Always the antagonist. They're almost always. <laughs> or if they're not, they're just like really bad parents. Yeah, or they like, like absentee. They're or, always the at the very end of the movie. Oh, I'm a bad dad. I dad. need to be a good dad. Yeah, that's not a good dad though, because like <laughs> up until that point, you were a shitty dad. Mm-hmm. Like when we when we were talking about, it, I look. I was like, okay, who are dads in movies? And I like googled that shit. Liam Neeson was on that list no. from Taken, and I'm like, no, we. I talked about that. He's not a good dad. Not a good dad. Nope. Just because he, okay, what he does for his daughter, yeah, that's a really cool thing to do as a dad. But that's his job. But, yeah. That's his job, right? Like, that, that's what he did. That's what he did. But, like, his, th- there's no parenting there. No. He's throat punching people and shooting <laughs> them in the head. Yeah. Just because he's a father doing Jason Bourne stuff doesn't make him a good dad. No. No, it does not. Yeah, like what were what, so? What were your reasons behind? Uh, a lot of it came down to like, are they there for the kid? Because mm-hmm. that that's a big, a big one. one that's fucking that a not one. there for a lot of them. Yeah, um, is most of their like movement generated by trying to provide for mm-hmm. the kid or being like good for the family? That was a big part mm-hmm. of it too. Did you find yourself like trying to differ from your um, reasonings for like picking moms? Like was a that different? A little bit. I don't, I, I can't but even like explain because, like, the difference that it, like I know that there was difference. Moms in movies there. are written differently. Yeah, and I think it's like because mothers are supposed to be nurturing and mm-hmm. fathers are stoic and toxic masculinity and all that bullshit. Yeah. Obviously, that's changing in recent history. Thankfully, yeah, and it's becoming more of a real adaptation where you know the women are much more powerful than the men, which is. If you go into majority of households, that's what it should be. <laughs> yeah. Breadwinners, man. That's what we need. Go mom. Anyway, we're talking about dads. Yeah. Who cares? But let's talk about them. <laughs> uh, first off, did you want to talk about the movies we saw? Yes, we we actually we did it. We actually went to the movie theater this week. <laughs> also, we are recording on a Monday night at fucking 930. <laughs> this is way too late yeah. for me. My sleepy bones, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, unfortunately... I was not with you when you saw your movie. No. You want to talk about yours first, though? Uh, sure. I'll talk about mine. Okay. I went and saw Incredibles 2, and mm-hmm. it was it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was very good. In fact, it was it was really fun. I'm going to spoil this, but I don't care. It's not a part of the movie. It's what comes before the movie. Before the movie, they bring the cast in, uh-huh. and so on screen, it's all, all the voice actors, and they're all like, 
we know that you've been waiting for this. We know because you've told us. And I know 14 years is a long time. But you don't understand how hard it is to make this movie. And they're, they're basically like, we get it. You wanted this movie for 14 years. Has it really been 14, 14 years? 14 years. We were 11 when it came out? Yes. Man. 14 years. It, it seems like not years. that long ago, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And it picks up right where the last movie left off. So it's not like there's a 14-year oh. hiatus. Nice. It's right where the last movie left off. It is good, but it's much longer than it needs to be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it does drag in a couple spots. The action is awesome. There's a few scenes that I just left me giggling because I just loved it. The comedy is great. Um, they give Frozone a little bit more in this one, so I'm happy about that. Good. Um, Did they give a lot of his wife? They, it's the same amount of his wife, unfortunately. I'll spoil that. It's um, enough. It's, it's not as good as the first one. Oh. Like, the, her, her part? Yeah. Not as good, unfortunately. That's too bad. Um, but, well, I mean, when you expect her to happen. Right. Yeah. In fact, they just use it in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. What, oh, what really? she says is in, the, is in the trailer. Yeah. It's too bad. Uh, but it was it was good. It was, but very predictable. Mm-hmm. Very, very predictable. Um, to the point where even my girlfriend, who can't read movies worth of crap, leaned over to me and said, <gasps> it's this. And I was like, you're, sorry, you're a little late, but yeah. Sorry, Tina. She knows. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was Incredibles 2. It, it's worth a watch. Um, if you're willing to give it 10 bucks, yeah, go see it. Uh, or go on Tuesday for 5 Yeah, there you go. I'm assuming most of the people that listen to this live in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. That's a Marcus thing. That's another thing. Wisconsin's a butt of a joke. Is it? In the movie. Yeah. That's... Got the got the crowd going pretty good. It was good. it was entertaining. They, they know how to pander to yeah. an audience. <laughs> and it definitely it's definitely out of nowhere, so it's not a spoiler where it's good. like good, they're, good, good. they're gonna do it. Like no. <laughs> Here it comes. Here comes the Wisconsin joke, everybody get ready. No, good. it's it's pretty much out of nowhere. But um yeah, that's Incredibles too. Tell what? us about yours. I can't believe I wasn't with you because we I know we've promised so I, much. <laughs> to be fair, I have seen the last of them with my dad every time. Mm-hmm. So I finally saw Solo. Yep. I loved it. I really did. It was a lot <sighs> of fun. So upset. I it's didn't see a it. really big extended universe like jerk off session because it's <laughs> it's a lot of like throwbacks and like callbacks to like other books and things like that. So like immediately I was like, yeah, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> there was one point where like I caught the end of a joke that like wasn't really even a joke. It was just like a huh, check this and like I don't know how my body processed it, but it came. Up, I was like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like that's all I did and I'm like what is wrong with me <laughs> but it is probably the best paced Star Wars movie out there that's, and that's that's, and saying, that's saying a lot because I mean Force Awakens is like bah, 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 yeah bah. but even then it had it's slow parts mm-hmm. and like Rogue One as much as I love it that first portion that of it that first 10 drags, minutes is hard which I would say Solo does this to a level of like Solo is what Rogue One could have been with a little bit more character development mm. That'd be nice. Because that is like the one thing that Rogue One definitely lacks is the character. Yeah, you don't get that until like the second half. And then it's great. I love I love Rogue One, but I think I might like Solo more. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that's saying a lot for you. I like lore. <laughs> so, <laughs> and like um, really good jokes. Like there's a lot of like good chuckles. The guy who played Han, like instantly I had no problem accepting him as Han Solo. Really? Yeah. I feel I, like I heard where I was reading, you know, people read. were. People are dumb. <laughs> seriously like i know I, there was never a point in the movie like maybe after the first five minutes because like it, initially it's like okay han solo but like first after the first five minutes i'm like okay han solo you are han solo mm-hmm. totally get it fucking donald glover oh was better lando than billy d williams 
I shit you not, he did like the accent, he did everything, and he was better than like at flushing out this character That's than so Billy awesome. D. Williams was. That's so awesome. It was so good. Everybody did you hear I'm sorry, I don't mean no, to no, no. the he might be Willy Wonka. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. There's apparently two people in con- in concession for the they're doing another Willy Wonka. Okay. And it's either gonna be Donald Glover. Okay, yes. And you're not going to like this because he's a, a bigger name that you're not a fan of. But if you think about it, I think he would fit it pretty well and do a good Gene Hackman, Ryan Gosling. Why would you say I won't like Ryan Gosling? I just I, I love like, Ryan Gosling. Do you love Ryan? I didn't know. I thought you were. I thought because Ryan Gosling and this is my actor. This is my actor. <laughs> I love Ryan. Dude, he was in fucking I, Blade Runner. He was. I didn't know. God, God's don't forgive <laughs> the movie. That's God's don't forgive, right? God. That's God Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I keep telling you to watch. Yeah, it's Ryan Gosling punching things. <laughs> yeah, it's Ryan Gosling's punching thing. It's the movie. It's yeah. Great. So it's it's between those two. Those are really good picks, right? But I kind of hope they go Donald. Right. I'm so on the Donald train expe- here. Especially after you finally watched Mystery Team. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine that energy? Is that movie was so great. Yes. Anyway, back to Solo really quick. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything because you really do need to see this movie, mm-hmm. dude. It's so good. Like, they do a bunch of shit. There's a huge twist at the end that you are going to love because they finally do some stuff with Extended Universe character that... Oh, buddy, I, I can't mm. spoil it for you. Uh, but yeah, like, every bit of it, like, Chewie finally gets, like, good screen time and, like, you get to... It's about time. Like, he's such a him. side character in everything. And uh, fucking... Her- or, I can't think of the guy's name. He was in Natural Born Killers. Oh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, delightful. Even though I don't think that man has ever seen a Star Wars movie, because <laughs> there was a there was a um, like interview they did with him, having him like say Star Wars words and like asking him Star Wars questions. I don't think he's seen a Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Which fine, That's, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how you go that long. It, it brings another taste yeah. into the world. At least he's great. John Favreau's a character in it. His character's beautiful. Like bunch of practical effects, dude. Ooh. Bunch of practical weird aliens. It's so good. I, I don't know where it sits yet because it's it's not like a Star Wars movie to me. It was such an adventure. Like, really? It was like a space western. That's cool. It felt so different and so right. And like, I hope that they make more in this style. Mm-hmm. Like they do like a, kind of, I hate to say it, like an Avengers thing, but like where they kind of branch off with this path and do mm-hmm. some stories. Like this was like a Star Wars book made into a movie. Ooh. Like, it had that feel of like, okay, you know everything that's going on over here because you've seen the movies, but like, we're gonna focus on this and okay. this alone. Like, oh, dude, it's. I gotta see that. People need to suck a dick and get over <laughs> it. Like, go see Solo, people. It's so good. I'll have to see it. It was so much fun. I mean, Han Solo. Han is a father. Not a good one, though. Spoiler not, alert. Not a good one. No, 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 no. Not a good one. Not a good one. Not a good one. But it's my. Transition. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but go, um, go see Solo. Yeah, uh, so back to it. Fathers, fathers of movies. Honestly, I mean, I thought of like six or seven, and I couldn't get more than that. Yeah, I thought of a few, and then I was like, eh. there was there was a few where I was like, he's a good. No, he's not that good. So yeah, that's it's. I'm I'm really frustrated because this. It'll this, be fine. This we list will, was just tough. It was really tough. I think there's enough on our list to get like. A good talk going. Yeah. Okay. That's what you people come okay. for, right? <laughs> come for the sweet sound of our suckling voices. Like, Burp. A, <laughs> like a pig. Do you have any honorable mention? Maybe? I don't know. Let's let's go through a few. I have two. You have two? I have two. Okay. Maybe two honorable mentions. Up. 
Uh, I have one honorable mention, simply because I want to talk about it. Hmm. The Muppet Christmas Carol, Rob Cratchit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but Kermit, he's a great dad. It's just, it's, but like, but it's that comes down Bob to, Cratchit. Yeah, I mean. that's the story. Like, <laughs> that's the whole point. You know, <laughs> it's hard to say that like a storybook character put in a movie isn't a good dad because usually stories are written like there's an ounce of good in most characters. <laughs> yeah, and. I just I just love that movie. If you haven't seen the Muppet Christmas Carol, it's fantastic. You there, boy. What day <laughs> is it? What day is <laughs> oh, it? It's Christmas. <laughs> That's Christmas, sir. <laughs> Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway. We'll do yeah, Christmas Bob, movies eventually. Yeah, <laughs> Bob, Bob Cratchit. I mean, just, do we do Christmas in July? I just watched a trailer for the new fucking Grinch movie that's coming out in like a month. How do you feel? I want to burn it to the ground. It doesn't it's, look that bad. It looks so dumb and useless. What'd you just do? I may have just snapped a little thing off the pen. <laughs> Way to call attention to it. <laughs> Good professional chops you got. <laughs> but yeah, I I'm mean, gonna set that down. Be- Benedict Cumberbatch is gonna be the voice of the Grinch. Okay, but like I'm a- I'm behind that now. Did you watch a trailer for it though? Yeah, I'm just. It's just it weird. Might be fun. It's it weird. might be fun. Uh, Cherries isn't that good. I, I love that one. Don't Rose tell me you don't. Rose tinted glasses. I love it, but rose tinted glasses. You see it through a filter. Have you never heard that expression? No. Anyway, you, you see, see it, through, it through a filter. Yeah, rose tinted glasses. I know, but like, what are you talking about? That like, movie. You're looking through that movie like through a lens. It's really not that good. It's great. Like it's a fun time. I love it. That's I love it I'm too. not saying it's a good movie. Jingle like, I just, all the way is not a good movie, yeah, but I love I just, it. Most Christmas saying. movies are not good movies, but like they're fun. There's a there's a handful out there that are like legitimately good movies. But that's we're not talking. That's Christmas not the topic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And my my other one is uh, Jim's dad from American Pie, Eugene Levy's character. Yes, yes, <laughs> actually, he's, he's a good dad. He's very supportive, and he he doesn't catches, ask questions. He catches his son doing really awful things, and it's just like fucking a pie. Like let's make this a learning experience. Fucking a pie, <laughs> uh, glue in his hand to his dick. Yep, these movies a lot. Oh yeah, and it's just it's whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but I didn't put him on there because I don't like those movies. They're just I don't like them. I have one. You have one. I have one. Paul Rudd's character in Knocked Up. Oh. He's a good dad. He's a shitty husband. That's what it is. He's a shitty husband. He's a really shitty husband, but like when it comes down to it, he's there for the kids and he does all that stupid shit. Yeah. Okay. I was about to argue with you, but then I realized like, oh no, all the shit that he does that's bad. And even then he's just sneaking off to play fucking fantasy baseball. Yeah. But the other thing is like he wants alone time, so he wants time to himself away from his wife and his kids. Yeah, but everybody needs that. I guess. And when 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 push comes to shove, he's there. Yeah. And he he does He's the one who teaches Seth Rogen how to, you know. How to be a good husband. Yeah, be a good dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's an honorable one. Okay. And that's a good, I think that's a good honorable mention. But yeah, if he was on your list, I'd probably have have some words. That's fine. All right, are we ready to get started? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Top five dads in movies. Yeah, the last episode didn't have something, and I felt weird, right? <laughs> right. It was just, we just ran into it. Yeah. Anyway, top five dads in movies. You top start. five dads in movies. Um, my number five, Jack Burns from Meet the Parents, Robert De Niro's character. Is he a good dad? All Everything he does is for his daughter. Fair. Everything he does. He's overprotective, but that doesn't necessarily make you a bad dad. In fact, I would say it makes you a good dad. And that's why I put him on my list. Is really? Because he is overprotective. I mean, it just means he loves her that much and wants her safe. Or he's controlling. 
I don't think he was because if you watch that movie, he's he basically lets her do whatever she wants. True. But everything around her, he is just he's there like a hawk and he's just making sure no one's messing with her. I have nipples. Can you milk me? Yeah. <laughs> and he has that classic line. What a weird movie. It's a really weird movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can but see like, it. Yeah. Everything he does, he, he tortures Ben Stiller, but it's because he needs to make sure that he can handle her and be able to treat her the way that she needs to be treated. If that weren't a rom-com, though. That'd be just a really messed up movie. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, just, I can see it, though. No, I can that's, see it. I, I have him as my number five for that reason, though, is because overprotective could be seen as not a good trait. It could be seen yeah. as a bad trait. And, you know, he's he's a good dad, but he's he can be, like, aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he's my number five. I don't really know there's much to talk about with him, though. That's kind of it. Want to talk about Meet the Parents? Meet the Parents. Oh, uh, yeah, Meet the Parents. Let's let's go through that. Meet the Parents is about Ben Stiller uh, gets engaged to his longtime girlfriend, and they have to go meet her parents. So mm-hmm. they do, like, a long weekend thing, and they drive out there, and Robert De Niro is her father, and I forget who her mother is. I keep wanting to say Barbara Streisand, but that's wrong because that's his mother in... <laughs> yes, meet in the Meet the Fockers. No, Meet the Fockers. Meet that's the right. Fockers. <laughs> the Fockers. Because that's his last name is Fokker. That's and right. And that becomes a whole thing. And then her name is her middle God, name. God, they is, really coasted off that joke, didn't they? Yeah. And it, her middle name is Martha. And they realize that later on. They're like, ah, it's Martha Fokker. <laughs> <laughs> the fo- I mean, you, there's a lot you could do with that joke, it unfortunately. Really <laughs> like Meet the Fockers and then Little Fockers. And... Man, that was not a good movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Meet the Parents is they go to meet her parents and he is this overbearing overprotective dad and he's just trying his best to make a good impression and he keeps saying just ridiculous things and that's pretty much the gist of the movie is because he's trying so hard to fit in he just gets super awkward peppering a few jokes here and there call it a day uh blythe danner b-l-y-t-h-e that's her name blythe danner she played diana barnes that's the mother hmm but never heard of her meet the meet the parents is is fun it's if you like awkward comedy which i'm not a big fan of awkward comedy but i still i still liked this one yeah no it's enjoyable there's there's a lot of great lines in it Mm -hmm. um it's fun it's a good time yeah Yeah, meet the parents not a bad choice so not a bad choice jack burns nice moving on to my number five number five joe klingman this is the rocks character from that movie where he's a football the player, ga- or the, the game plan. <laughs> the game That's plan? what it is. Yes. I get, is he a good dad? He, the whole movie's about him becoming a father. I guess he grows as such a father. Like his growth throughout it. His growth throughout it is great. So by the end, he's like a great dad. I feel like you just want to talk about the Rock a little bit, <laughs> but also he's a good dad in this movie. Because if you think about it, I like, feel like he, he becomes wa- a good dad. Yeah, but like he wasn't a dad before, so like. You can't to be, to be thrown into it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, him now is just getting this little girl. Mm-hmm. Good dad, because he he like as a football player, he's like, man, that's a fucking weird ass movie. But yeah. <laughs> as like a football player, he's like, I'm a big macho man. Then he's wearing a tutu and he's like being yeah. a dad to this little girl who's yeah just sprung the, on him. Yeah, and that is kind of cool actually, because like his character before the kid is he's this overhyped over the top masculine you know, masculine football man. spends his money on ridiculous crap exactly and then he gets the daughter and immediately changes yeah like he doesn't think well, i mean there's it. a little bit of resistance there's, at yeah, first like, but, but like, it's very short his resistance yeah. in there he goes into it you he know just, what? i can get dad. on that i can he's get a good on dad. that okay do you want to talk about the game plan what it is 
If I could remember it, yeah. Well, I mean, the essentials. Yeah, I mean, uh, The Rock plays a football player who's super masculine and spends his money on stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And he finds out one day that he has like a five-year-old daughter, would you say? She's like five or six. Yeah. Five or six. And like he has to take care of her. Why does he have to take care of her? Do you remember? It's his kid. Yeah, but like... Why she is... died, I think. Oh, yeah, it's super. And funny. then it's like it's like revealed that... I might be completely wrong on this. I saw that movie once. I think it's that she died. Yeah. I'm, I mean, way, why else would it be? Either way, he's... I think it's a big daddy given, situation. given, like, full custody of this little girl. Big daddy, man. I didn't even think about that. Fuck. Well... Technically, he's not the dad. Yeah. He pretends to be the dad. So, doesn't count. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, The Rock ends up having to take care of his little girl... And he starts becoming more of a father than he mm-hmm. is a football player. And it's just heartwarming and nice. Yeah. Seeing all the stuff that he does. And what he gets, the, like the team gets behind him too. And yeah. Because all it's the, actually like the team adopts her too. And they're yeah. like, yeah. You know, it's it's a childish, crappy movie. But you know what? It's He's a good a time. good dad. It's a good time. And you know what? I get I can get behind that. He's a good dad. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Perfect. All right. Okay. So what was, what was his name? Joe Klingman. Joe Klingman. That's a terrible name. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> my number four uh-huh you might like this one huh goofy from a goofy movie fuck me i didn't even think about goofy goofy man goofy in a goofy <laughs> movie is he's a gorge he's a great dad he's an embarrassing dad man bigfoot's in that movie yes. <laughs> he listens to michael jackson i for some reason We'll get random like Vietnam flashbacks <laughs> of the scene where he's heating up the soup on the cigarette yes, lighter, I do the and I don't know why. <laughs> and he like bites the top to give it the whole. Yes. But it's just like every time I see like a cigarette lighter in a car, I'm yep. like, I can heat soup with that, and it's so just in my brain, I can't get rid of it. And the waterbed scene, the waterbed scene, it's a really good movie. I love that movie. A really goofy movie. One yes, might it say. is. <laughs> that movie is bonkers as hell let me give you a layout of this movie it's basically goofy wants to take his son max on a road trip that he took when he was a kid to go fishing yeah but max doesn't want to because he's this angsty little piece of shit <laughs> and all he wants to do is go to he goes the, to a concert who is uh, the fucking it's um something wave max wave no uh no because his name's max hang on no you look this up this yeah, is important on. we should know this it's it's something electric mm-hmm. um power line Power line. That's Power it. Power line. Power line. He's like basically the Michael Jackson of this era for that. Great suit. Yep. And um, so the movie is he wants to go to the concert, but Goofy wants to take him on the fishing, fishing trip. So they fight the whole time. And it's a road trip movie where they're just trying to be father and son. But son's being an angsty little dick. And Goofy's just trying to have a good time and oh. take him, take him to all the stuff that his dad took him to. Gorge. They go to like the possum farm or whatever. That's right. They get possum <laughs> they hats. They get possum hats. What a good movie! They look like legitimately <laughs> dead, just dead possums. possums. <laughs> what a good movie! I forgot about this movie. Damn it! And he is a fantastic dad throughout the whole thing. He's just trying to like have he a just good wants moment, to have with a his good son. time with his son. And his then, like, son's angsty. Just like the scene where he's drinking a beer with Pete and like having a heart to heart with him because he Pete has has the camper with electricity and all yep. that shit. Or no, they're uh, that's when they're at the, like the motel. No, no, no. Pete like comes to their campsite with his like RV camper that has the koozie on top and it like and expands, just, like, expands and like and destroys, destroys their, their campsite. Tent. Yes. <laughs> You remember. <laughs> I do. God, like, I remember this movie way more than the gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just running through scenes. And I saw this movie like fucking 10 years ago. Yeah, man. But I I love the Goofy movie so much. And I think 
Like when I thought of dads, I actually thought of him right away in that movie. See, I don't think I thought of him because he's a cart- like more he's prominent just... cartoon character. Mm-hmm. But like he's just a good dad, man. He is. And that's that's his that's his whole thing in that mm-hmm. movie is that he's just a good dad. He's just trying to be a good dad. And he learns stuff along the way how to be a better dad. Exactly. And Max... he teaches him how to fish. Yep. That comes the back. The perfect cast. The perfect cast. <laughs> That's actually a really intense scene, too. That is. And, oh God. Okay. Anyway, I, I don't think we can rant about Goofy movie no, we can't. too much longer. But Goofy in a Goofy movie, that's my number four. Good go, pick. Go really see good Goofy pick. movie. Seriously. It's the hardest thing to find, by the way, because there's an extremely Goofy movie, which that is the not sequel. It's not too bad. It's not too bad, but it's also not as good but goofy skateboards in it that's great but <laughs> you don't get sasquatch yeah, dancing no, you don't get to michael you jackson don't get, like, you don't get the, the good, possum farm you don't get like the good father son shit yeah yeah no go watch a goofy movie it's a great goofy movie, movie? Oh. if you look for a good father son movie to watch with your little kid goofy movie goofy movie all right man you're number that four animation still holds up too it's great yeah it's great anyway my number four marlin oh from, from finding, finding nemo, nemo. He's a good dad. I didn't even a think. A little overprotective, but... But kind of Jack Burns in this sense. Yeah, but then at the end he learns, like, okay, my kid can kind of take care of himself. Mm-hmm. But I get his overprotectiveness because, like, right. his family's fucking slaughtered by mm-hmm. a barracuda. Ooh, barracuda. Why wasn't that playing in there? Imagine that song behind that scene. No, 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 no. Anyway, but that's a good pick. I yeah. didn't think about that. He's a good dad, and he goes through so much. He goes through literal hell to find his it's, son. It's like taken without the bullshit. And he was actually an okay dad to begin with, right? I mean, very overprotective. But that's he—he he gets well, him to brush his his scales in his the anemone. In the anemone, <laughs> he takes him to school. Yeah, like yeah, he's trying to be better, but he's why don't you just go play on the sponge pads? <laughs> <laughs> He touched the butt. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, for anybody who hasn't f- seen Finding Nemo, it's about um, Marlin and Nemo, two clownfish um, who live alone on the Great Barrier Reef because their mother and his fucking 99 other brothers and sisters are murdered by a barracuda in the first five minutes of the movie. Spoiler. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> You've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Nemo ends up getting captured and taken. We've gone over this before if you listen Still, to the other podcasts. Yeah. But if this is your first one, which every every episode's a first episode, somebody's first. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gets captured and taken to a dentist in Sydney, Australia. And Marlon's basically trying to get him back. So he crosses the entire ocean, essentially, to get to Sydney, Australia, mm-hmm. where he meets Dory, voiced by Ellen DeGeneres, and he meets the three sharks. Great mm-hmm. scene, by the way. We yep. talked about it before. Yep. Uh, he meets the turtles. He meets, you know, it's, the the tuna that only communicate in, like, Oh, like shapes, shapes yes. because they all, like, swarm together. Yeah. Yes. It's great. That's a that's a good movie. I didn't. He's a great dad. That's he's a good a great pick. Dad. That's a good pick yeah. for dads because that movie is all about him being a dad. Exactly. And he learns how to be a like not necessarily less protective dad. I think but a like, lot of it came down for me now that I'm thinking about it is if they learned a lot, like not a lot, a lot, but like, like they started off. They started off good, but they got, got better. better. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to think about it. But anyway, oh, Marlon, yeah. that's a great pick. Marlon, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that one. Yeah, you're a better man than I. Ha ha! We're already past goofy. We can't be past goofy. 
All right, are we ready? Yeah. All right, my number three. Mm-hmm. We actually already talked about him. Oh. In a previous episode, still Pendergast. Yes. From Easy A. Nice. He's my number three. Ooh. Um, Dill Pendergast, we talked about him in a uh, in the Moms episode because we talked about his wife, Rosemary Pendergast, who took the top spot in Moms. Sorry to spoil that episode for you. It's old. You should have listened to it by now. <laughs> it's at least three weeks. <laughs> um, but we we talked about Dill in this one because he's just hilarious and he's yeah. very supportive. He's open-minded towards his kids and what their decisions are going to be, but he's still guiding them. Mm-hmm. And he's just a great time. Stanley yeah. Tucci... Is mm. anything Nabegducci is Stanley Tucci. Any any anytime Stanley Tucci is in anything. I looked up his IMDb recently. Mm-hmm. He is in so much shit. He, he blends in so well with mm-hmm. everything. Yep. He's a phenomenal actor. I I love him because he, he really does just put him in anything. He'll adapt and he'll become he'll be the star. He'll He's steal like the cheese. show. <laughs> he just added to make it better. Yeah. And <laughs> I think that that's exactly what they did here, and it worked out. And they it really added more character to Emma Stone's character, in my opinion. The relationship that he has with his wife is fantastic. And he's actually a stepdad. That's the other thing. So he's a stepdad and still a fantastic dad. Not saying that stepdads are bad dads. I'm no, just no. saying, in, portrayed in movies, oh, yeah. stepdads are almost always... Step-parents in general are usually shitheads. Yeah, that's, you know, like the Disney, like, evil stepmother. Um, but... Yeah, him being a stepdad and taking that responsibility and doing so well with it is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I got him at my three spot is because he is a stepdad and it's not his kids. But that's fair. He's, he's, still, he's still there. He's still great. And he's it, not a single ounce of him is held back at that point. No. So that's why he's my number three. Fair. Easy A, if you haven't seen it and you haven't listened to, I think, like three of our episodes. We talk about Easy A quite a bit. Uh, Easy A is essentially a high school version of The Scarlet Letter where Emma Stone lies to get a friend off of her back. That she had sex with a, another guy and she becomes the whore of the school because of this. And then it's the whole story of her trying to get through high school with this basically scarlet letter attached to her, which she literally does at one point. It's a good movie. Just I love that out. movie. Yeah. Easy it's a fun A. Time. It's just for the parents. Obviously, we, oh, yeah. we love these parents. We because can preach about the Pendergast all we want. <laughs> Rosemary taking the top spot in the moms, and now I got Dill, and I'm assuming he's on yours as well. Oh, he is. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, that's my number three Dill Pendergast. Perfect. Good choice. Thank you. Uh, my number three, little man called Mac McGuff from Juno. That's another good one. It's a great dad. He's a good dad. He takes the news very well. Mm-hmm. They got the best actor to play him because J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons can J. K. be in any Simmons role. Is amazing, <laughs> but like he handles it really well, and he's like supportive of her mm-hmm. in I her decisions. And like whatever she does, he's like, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just here for you. I'm I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. And he's just a good dad. Yeah, and he's even that stereotypical. Like dad to a, like a daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, and that's and it's also J.K. Simmons. So. J.K. Simmons, <laughs> if he's throwing a symbol at somebody, or helping a pregnant girl through it, or getting pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect casting, though. For yeah, it really was for Jay Jameson. Yeah, you can't get anything better than that. Uh, Juno, if you haven't seen it, little flick, uh, starring. Ellen Page. Ellen Page, thank you. Her name has not come up. Does she still act? She is more of an... Uh, Behind the scenes person? No, now? she's more of a, an advocate these days. Good for her. Um, she is still acting, but it's very limited. Good she for was her. just in the new Flatliners remake. Hmm. I like her. I like her a lot as I an actress. I do too. Uh, Michael Sarah's in it as <laughs> the guy who knocks oh. her up. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
That is so fun. That is so fun. Michael Sarah is great. I love. I him. love Michael Sarah. I can't hate I give Michael him grief, Cera. but him and this is the end is the greatest thing in the. It really world. is. It's the only part of that movie that I really, really enjoyed, and that's just because I like. Who took my fucking cell phone? All he wanted to do was wear a windbreaker. Yeah, that was his only <laughs> his only stipulation his in the contract. Can I wear a windbreaker? <laughs> Michael Sarah, man, get at us. Oh, Be on God. the podcast. Yes, please. <laughs> we'll tweet him. Well, that'll work. No, it won't. Let's try. He's busy being in Arrested Development uh, <laughs> again. So yeah, they uh, they're in high school. They have sex. She gets knocked up. Decides to keep the baby, and it's basically just about like teen pregnancy. Yeah, and it's a. I feel like the very accurate representation of it's it. It's very good, and it's a very accurate representation. It's one of, of the few like Diablo Cody movies that I actually enjoy, mm-hmm. and. <sighs> And you're right. His 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 character in that movie He's as super father supportive is amazing. Like he handles the news like any dad would, but like like shocked, but he's he supportive. Just like yeah. works through it. Yeah, like you. It's like well, can't change this. Got to go with the punches. And mm-hmm. it's he's just a good dad. Yeah, that's a very good pick. I did not think about that at all. Damn it. <laughs> that's that's good. Mac McGuff. It's a great name, isn't it? Mac McGuff. Mac McGuff. Mac McGuff. It's a man's right. name. Number, Jesus. Christ. That's gonna be out throughout this entire episode. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry everybody. He's got a washing machine Someone's in his basement. If you want to give us money, we will. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get an a, office. We'll, you won't have to hear you that. You won't have to hear this. You won't have to hear any crap. Like, yeah, just yeah, <laughs> just pay for it. Guys. Incentive. Otherwise, we're gonna keep amping up the noise every time you're a hostage. <laughs> we're just gonna have a jet plane in the back. <laughs> we scream over it. That's bad audio. We're not doing it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, number, number two. two. Larry McPherson from Ladybird. That's my number two. Yes. He now he. I will admit that with your stipulations as to what a good dad is, where mm-hmm. the whole like gets better. I don't think he does that. No. But from the first second of the movie to the last second of the movie, he is just a flat out great supportive dad. Mm-hmm. And I, I really just the whole t- the whole time I'm watching that movie. First of all, I'm thinking this movie is great it's great if you haven't seen it see it ladybird is fantastic um and every time he was on screen i'm like god this guy is just he gets being a parent he knows Mm -hmm. how to do it and the thing is he he loses it's kind of a spoiler but not really he loses his job yeah he still sticks around he still works towards getting his daughter into college and that's his main concern is to get her where she wants to go Mm. and and then there's the scene where uh his son goes to interview for the same job as him yeah. because they're both working computers yeah and they like to bump into each other and he's just he wants him to get the job he doesn't care about the job for himself at this point exactly he's a great he dad. just throws it away he's like because my son deserves this yeah and so he gives it to his son and that's i he's so great love him love him as a dad but i think the reason i have him as my number two and not as my number one is because throughout that movie the mother is is really the real parent oh yeah in this the mother is the one who is always the bad guy, but she always has to be the bad guy. And he's always yeah. the one just who comes in later and is like, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll do this. And it's like, yeah, that's that's nice of you and that's good to do, but is that a good parent? Mm, who knows? You know, who's to who's say? Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> but yeah. uh, that is why I have him at my number two, and he's just great. If you haven't seen Lady Bird, we talked about it before, but it is basically a coming-of-age story, a day-in-the-life-of mm-hmm. uh, girl who calls herself Lady Bird. And she just wants to get out of this crap town, and it's about her life and her relationships that she has, and her relationships with her family. 
and that movie is fantastic. It's really that is good. Easily my favorite movie of that year, mm-hmm. as of as of right now. It's my yeah. favorite movie. Loved it. Fair. Um, yeah, Larry McPherson, number two. Good name. Are we ready for mine? Yes. My number two. Dill Pendergast. Dill Pendergast. Dill Pendergast. Take the number two spot. We've already talked about him a little bit. Let's talk about him a little bit more. Stanley yeah. Tucci. How good Stanley is he? Stanley Tucci. Let's talk about him. He's in everything. <laughs> he is in everything. It's like cheese. Yeah, like we were saying. I mean, he's just a great supportive mm-hmm. parent. Like The other thing, like the whole, I think the fact that he is a stepdad really brings him up a little bit more for me. Yeah. His support for Emma Stone, even though she's not his. Yeah. And then he has an adoptive son on top of that, Still which the is the best, best line in the movie. Who told you? <laughs> we were going to talk about this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Any, what else for, I mean, I, for Dill? I feel like we've covered it. Yeah, we've talked about Dill quite a bit, but I mean, if you haven't heard that last episode, this one, he's just, he's great. He's funny, he's supportive, and the fact that he's a stepdad and just takes on the responsibility is great. Yeah, definitely. Moving forward already? Yeah, let's move forward. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm, no, I'm just okay. hijacking your list here. It's man. okay. There's just not much to say that we haven't already covered. <laughs> it's. I'm assuming going to be the maybe one crossover we have. Maybe. I don't know what your number one is. You didn't put Larry McPherson? I didn't even think about it. I'm really? Gonna be honest. It blanked my mind. I remember we talked about I it. I know, but it just blanked my mind when I was making the list. Huh. Which I mean, that's fine. fine. It's that's fine. fine. It's, it's I like, list, I, I'm okay with my list. My number one. Mm-hmm. I just watched this movie, and it just—I was watching. I was like, "This guy is number one." It's Earl Devereaux from *Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs*. Mr. T's character. Yes, I can see it. That guy, his first line is how much he loves his son. Yeah. And the rest of that movie, <laughs> really it's, it's, like, it's literally, you know, my son Cal. So <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> His whole point in that movie is that he loves his son and will do anything for his son. And he does. He And he just wants to protect the town. That's the other thing. But yeah. his his character is hilarious. He's just doing whatever he can for his son. He even he even brings himself to like basically beg Flint for yeah. him to do something for his son's birthday. And he like he per he, he's okay with letting himself be vulnerable to Flint. Which is something that is very out of character for him in order to give his son a special day. Mm-hmm. And he saves his son from a food coma, <laughs> gives him a kiss after he pukes. And that's a really gross scene, but it's really funny. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> gross scene. <laughs> and then he he saves the town. And then, I mean, he throws his son like a football, which, you know, it's probably not a great parenting move, but it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dock him with your boys for that one. But I don't know. I was watching this. And I'm like, yeah. this guy's a great dad. Yeah, he's a fun dad. I mean, you don't you don't get that, like, really in-depth, like, support system and stuff from him. But he's entertaining to watch. He's entertaining to listen to. And pretty much everything he's doing is about his kid and protecting his son and all that good stuff. So... He's my number one. That's fair. It's probably a little high, but yeah, I just a little bit. You want to talk about it's the movie fresh. though? <laughs> Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is one of the weirdest movies you will ever watch in your life. I love it, <laughs> but it's one of my favorites of all time. Um, it is about Flint Lockwood, who is a uh, garage inventor, tinkerer, and yeah. uh, I mean, he ends up building a lab in the backyard. But yeah, um, voiced by Bill Hader. So God bless Bill that's Hader. all you need. God bless um, Bill Hader, and. 
he invents a machine that can turn water into food and he accidentally shoots it into the sky where it starts sucking up clouds and making it rain food Mm -hmm. and then he becomes this big celebrity but then the machine starts malfunctioning malfunctioning and the food starts getting bigger and it becomes sentient and it's a book yeah but the book it's very different for the book I it guess. is i prefer the movie the movie is but i, they, love I it. feel like they have more time to do yeah the the comedy in this movie is just hilarious it's a lot of this one isn't as many food puns as the second one. Oh my god the, the second, second one is 100 percent so food puns yeah um the first one is more so about just flint lockwood trying to balance being a celebrity in this town and doing the right thing. And it's it's hilarious, one of my favorites. And Earl is a cop in the town. Yeah. And he just wants to help out his son. It's just really fresh for me. I think that's why it's, yeah, it's that's so fair. high. That's fair. We'll move <laughs> it around. On a, a more serious note, my number one. <laughs> Chris Gardner from The Pursuit of Happiness. Mm, I don't like that movie, but that's a good choice. I don't really care for the movie either but that's a good dad as Holy a good crap. dad chris gardner is the cream of the creme <laughs> cream of the crap the cream of the top and it always rises to the top oh yeah macho man randy savage during a interview would just grab creamers out of nowhere great anyway go watch that interview. it's great <laughs> uh but yeah uh like he's homeless and like all the entire movie is him just trying to provide for his kid and like mm-hmm. get him safety and like there's just so much there and like yeah, i don't really care dad. for the movie like i said but mm-hmm. like there's still a lot of like heartwarming shit and wolf smith does an amazing He's job great in it yeah i'm not knocking the character or the performance i just that it movie little, as a whole is yeah. just and i guess it's very uh hyperbole as to like what the actual story was uh-huh. um but still that's yeah. if as, in the movie that is but yeah he does but, like as a character like sacrifices Chris Gardner so just, much he is everything that i based my list off of in a way oh and yeah. that wasn't even planned like i just came across it and i was like oh fuck this guy mm-hmm. yeah uh pursuit of happiness if you haven't seen it is a movie about a man and his son he becomes he loses his job he becomes homeless and it's basically him just trying to like find a job find money for food like find a place to sleep like mm-hmm. it's just him trying to take care of his kid and like sacrificing for him and doing all this shit and Will Smith and his son actually it's his actual son yeah. James Smith the one, one of the performance good movies the one performance I'll yeah. watch of his and it's just it's a sad story it really is there's not a lot of upbeats in this movie no there's like, like a final upbeat that ends it and that's about it yeah but like as far as that goes he's just there at like every turn trying to do something for that, his son. that scene in like the subway where he oh. convinces his son that there's it's a time machine yeah that's a really powerful scene that's the other thing he does too he's like constantly making it better for his son mentally mm-hmm. not just like even yeah. in a shitty situation he tries to make it fun yeah and like because like i think at that point like they're in the subway and he's like he's like complaining and like saying that he's cold and then yeah. saying like he doesn't even know what the machine is that he has and he's like oh it's a time machine we can go see the the dinosaurs and then mm-hmm. it's and followed by one of the most emotional things i've ever seen in a movie yeah. to be honest when they are locked in the bathroom oh god the bathroom scene i don't want to spoil any of that because yeah it's, like, it's really you powerful should, you should watch like it. there's some powerful stuff in that movie but i still just don't really like that movie i don't you know should, what it is you should watch it i think it's, it's worth a watch there's enough there's there's some cool there's some good powerful stuff in there but it's 
surrounded by some meh. Yeah. You know. I mean, develop your own opinion, but you should watch it. That's a very good pick. Yeah. Chris that Gardner, is a very, number very one. Very good pick. All right. Yeah, that's that's good. That's Want to run them down real quick for me there, big boy? All right. For the Chris McCrane, break it down. Chris McCrane, break it down. <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> I'll let you know when we're there. <laughs> you piece of shit. All right. My number five was Jack Barnes from Meet the Parents. Yes, sir. Your number five was Joe Klingman from The Game Plan. Sure was. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I mean, I can see where you're coming from with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, yeah. it's probably the weakest on here. I'm going to be honest. It probably is. But uh, then number four for you, you have Marlon from Finding Nemo. Very strong pick. And I had Goofy from the Goofy movie. Equally strong, though. <laughs> <laughs> number three, I had Dill Pendergast from Easy A. Your number three was Mac McGuff from Juno. I'd say those are very equal in, but he's more, I mean, Mac is more supportive as opposed to Dill, like for what he's shown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your number two was Dill Pendergast and mine was Larry McPherson from Lady Bird. And then my number one was Earl Devereaux and your number one was Chris Gardner. <laughs> Huge chump. <laughs> hey man, I love this guy and I stand by it. That's fine. He's a good dad. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. So you want to go like, Five and five, and then I work guess, our way. I guess so. I mean, Joe Klingman's out, dude. I'm not even going to I would say it. that Jack Burns is out, too. Really? Well, I yeah, just, fuck them they're Okay, so Joe, I just feel like he's... It's more of his story of becoming a good dad. Yeah, I'll give it And that. Jack, he's he's protective, and that's about it. He's, and it's, he's, he's, he's protective to yeah. a fault, though. Yeah. Like, because at a point, like, his daughter is, like, snaps at him. I was going to say, he never really changes, either. He's still yeah. kind of a shithead in the second movie yeah. towards him. He All never right. likes him. So well, yeah, take them both out. Fuck them. They're gone. Jack and Joe went up the hole <laughs> to fetch a pile of water. <laughs> All right. Number four. Number four. Marlon from Finding Nemo. And, and Goofy. Goofy. Uh, I think we should keep both of these guys in the box. Yes, yes. Because I didn't think of Marlon, and that's a fantastic pick. Yeah. I love that pick. Uh Dill, and then, Dill's on there. Dill's so on there, but I, his screen time isn't... I think it's not enough for him to really hold a good spot is the only thing. You know, you're right. He doesn't really get... He has a he's, few good scenes. He has a he's, few scenes. He's in there enough to really make an impact, obviously, to yeah. make us think that he's a good dad. But he's not on there enough to really cement it. Whereas, you know, like Mac McGuff, his, he's in almost the whole movie being a good dad and becoming a better dad as it goes. Yeah, definitely. Um... And then Larry McPherson kind of has that same thing where he's in the whole movie, but he doesn't really grow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so him and Dill will go up against each other. Larry, Larry and Dill. Yeah. When we when we get to it. Okay. Okay. Um, um, number so one. So we have Marlon, Goofy, Mac McGuff, Dill Pendergast, Larry McPherson, Chris Gardner, and Earl Devereaux. One of these things is not like the others. I don't want to get rid of him. <laughs> I know you don't, but does he's he, a good dad. But does he stand up to the dads on the list right now? If you're being really honest with yourself, if you can't see my face right now. It's really angry because <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm right. It's just so fresh in my I head because I watched it like two I days ago. I know it is, but I know it is. But he doesn't stand up on the list. Earl Devereaux, though. We will talk about it again. We will always talk about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. We will find a way to talk about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs again. Do not worry about that. You're right, though. But I'll get rid of him. There's so much better on this list right now. What are we at? We have five? Can we make a list out of this? Six. One of them's got to go. 
All right, we have Marlon, Goofy, Mac, Dill, Larry, know, and Chris. I know you're not going to like this. I'm thinking we get rid of Dill. I'm kind of on the same boat. He doesn't he just, have just, as much screen time as the others. So, I mean, but it, maybe that makes him that much better because we can see how great of a dad he is True. in the limited time that he's on screen. Whereas, you know, Mac and Larry are throughout the whole movie... But, I mean, if they showed us only a handful of scenes, like the same with Dill, we'd still probably get that same feeling yeah. from them. That's the thing. I, so, so I because get, of that... Okay, let's hang on to Dill for a second, then. We'll hang on to him. Mac and Larry together. What are we looking at? Those are very similar characters. Very similar characters, but I think Mac's, Mac's a little more, better. Mac's more entertaining. More entertaining. He's a more support. But, I mean, he's going through much more with Juno. Yeah. And he's more supportive than that. You want to get rid of Larry, though? Kinda. I mean, somebody's got to go, dude, and I don't think it's going to be Marlon or Goofy because honestly, Marlon and Goofy are sticking. Honestly, around. I kind of want to put them like a little higher than they are. We will make that happen. It's tough. One of them's got to go though, and I don't think it should be Marlon or Goofy. And I don't know why I'm fighting for them, but I think they're really they're, good they're dads. Great dads. It's, now I'm, remembering Goofy movie. Yeah, he's yeah, a great dad. And I'm more leaning towards Dill to be honest, just because he does have that limited screen time. I would agree. I think based purely on limited screen time. And it, it sucks because he is, he's a great dad, he is, but... Mary's better as just, a parent, though. Rosemary, yeah. Rosemary. Rosemary is, sorry. she is the real star of that she parenting really troupe. All right, sorry, Dill. You're gone. Can't hold the throne. Sorry, Stanley. Stanley Tucci, get at us. You know, <laughs> Let us you're know. You're constantly man. doing stuff. Let us know what <laughs> you want to do. We'll give you, a, like, a dime or something. You can have a soda. Do you have a dime? <laughs> all right so we're down to five Let's, we are down uh, to five we have marlin goofy mac larry and chris honestly okay. i would chris is great but i don't think he deserves the top spot with the people that we have here no i agree um, um two maybe though maybe let's work let's our see. way up okay. we got five i'm thinking larry i'm thinking larry gets five yep i'm feeling larry because he doesn't have the growth and he's he also has that that limited screen time no not limited screen time he has the limited like um you know once again the same with dill where like the star of that parenting troupe is the mom yeah she's the one who she's the real parent in that realm um mm -hmm. whereas he's always there to like he, he he goes behind her back quite a bit true he does you know and that might it could be in the best interest for lady bird but but is it you know like yeah, so i think because saying. of that larry goes five are you okay with that i'm fine with larry five all right that's cool uh moving on to number number four, four. so larry is out we have goofy mm -hmm. marlin mac and chris i'm thinking maybe mac mm, nah. i actually kind of lean towards marlin to be honest marlin four spots okay. i think i think that's a good spot for him actually you had him at four and i think that's the right spot yeah there's better dads, but he's a great dad. Defi he definitely does more than Larry, and he has more growth than Larry. But I think the he's rest of them... He's a little too protective. Yeah, it's that overprotective. That's, that's what gets fault. it. Yeah. You, I think that's good. Four, Marlon four. Marlon four. I can do it. I did it. I can do it again. <laughs> Number right. three. We Mac. now have I'm, Mac. I'm, I'm saying Mac, my man. I'm I'm there too. I'm really digging Goofy in this list, man. I was gonna say, are we really gonna put Goofy I'm on really, number one? I'm digging Goofy, man. Let's I get know. there. Let's okay. get there. Okay. Here's the thing. Max number three. Mm -hmm. Perfect middle ground. Great dad. 
very supportive, limited growth, but it's, you know, he's a good dad. Yeah. Flat out, very supportive. And in that situation, I don't know how I would handle it as a father. I don't know how anyone would handle it as a father. Oh, no. But the way he does in that movie, it's very, it's true I to form. I freak out over little things. Yeah. It's true to form, and I think it's how a good father would respond to that. Yeah. So I think that is. he's He is the perfect example of the average dad. Mm-hmm. And he's J.K. Simmons. You can't beat J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is going to put fucking Chris Gardner and Goofy Chris Gardner <laughs> and Goofy. Why do you guys listen to this show? <laughs> Why do you guys listen to this show? For this shit. <laughs> this shit indeed. It's Goofy and Chris Gardner. Okay, man. let's take out the fact that it's fucking Goofy, okay? All right. Think of him as just, okay, a human being. <laughs> it's a Goofy human being. He's got rear buck teeth that he can bite through his hand with. <laughs> he cooks so I can't not... Speak. Entertainment value definitely goes to Goofy. I like the movie more than I liked Pursuit of Happiness. Yes. <laughs> but that's not what we're judging here. We're I, judging dads. No. Okay, that is what I'm saying. As a dad. Once again, sounds like a weird like fetish thing that we're doing. <laughs> judging dads. Let's judge the dads. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> anyway. Goofy, I think he's he's a more entertaining father. Yes. And he cares. I think the care level... It's close because, like, it's very different scenarios, obviously. But what Goofy goes through, like, he takes some shit from his son. Oh, yeah. He takes some big hits, and he goes through a lot. I mean, the river scene. That river scene is intense, man. Yeah. And, like, but that's another thing. I mean, they both lost their wives. That's Mm -hmm. another thing, too. These characters are actually really alike, other than the fact that Goofy's not homeless. (laughs) Although well he lived be. like he was homeless in the movie. Yeah. Cooking soup on a cigarette lighter. <laughs> He's been homeless. Yeah. Because he knew to do that. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I've done this before. He's kid. been oh. homeless. <laughs> but so here's here's a big thing. Yeah. Okay. So what makes a good dad? A good dad is someone who can make their children grow. What does Goofy do? He in makes the Goofy his movie? children grow. <laughs> but like he teaches Max Life a lessons. lesson. And yeah. he... Well, the perfect cast comes back. Exactly. He does the perfect cast in the end, though, doesn't right, he? Yeah, that's that's the. It's a really intense scene, actually. It really is. But like, he makes him learn a lesson, and he teaches him, yeah, life lessons throughout this trip, and he ends up, and then at the same time, he ends up accepting Max for who he is. Exactly. So, as as a father, that is a fantastic. You know, dude, I've, I've just been trying to find reasons to argue for Chris Gardner, but like, it's in the back much, of my head, it's been goofy the entire time. I, it's like okay, but we have to give it. We have to give it his. <laughs> Come along. Goofy. I, I Goofy's know. my love. I, I know, I know. I got that. <laughs> but I'm saying we can't be biased. We have to give we have to I give know. Chris Gardner his, his We are giving here. him his fair dues. We are not the judge, the jury, and the executioner. We are just <laughs> the judge, jury, judgeer. Judge, <laughs> We're somewhere in there. Yeah. We're the, I got it. We're the constable. We're the court guy. We're the sketch Bailiff. We're the bailiff. <laughs> That's what we are. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Late. After hours. Okay, Here so we go. Chris Carter. He's a phenomenal dad. And the other thing is, he's a real dad. Yeah. I think that's his biggest argument at this point is that, that he's, he's a, a real, real dad. dad 
But then again, they did inflate the story to make it a movie. Right, but... So... I mean, he does... But here's the thing. The reason that they're in that situation is because he made a bad investment choice. True. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad dad, but, like, it's his fault. It's his fault he's in there and he's trying to fix it. Goofy and, never did anything bad to, yeah, like, he's just, jeopardize his kid. Yeah, it's just his kid became angsty. That's a big point, man. Because, I mean, but that shouldn't... I, if my dad decided to make an investment choice and it fell and yeah. it didn't work, that doesn't mean he's a bad dad. I guess, but would you, knowing you have a son and you need to take care of him, would you invest all of your money into something? That's true. That's reckless. Because that's, that's the beginning of the movie like, is she's pregnant. Yeah. She's pregnant with their son and that's when they decide to make this investment. Yeah. you. I, I don't think I would personally give away all my fucking money knowing I have a kid on the way. Yeah. Are we about to give it to Goofy? I think we're about to give it to Goofy. <laughs> Are we about to give it to Goofy? I don't see a reason why not to. He's a fantastic dad. We, we've laid out the facts pretty well. We have argumented our facts pretty fucking well. <laughs> I think number one is Goofy. I, I'm going to agree with you. That number I think one number is one is Goofy. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm, it's Goofy. I'm writing it down. It's, it's permanent. It's Goofy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is actually an okay <laughs> What just happened? I think we argumented our way to having Goofy as a number one <laughs> slot in the movies. Goofy. 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 <laughs> it's Goofy, everybody. Oh my god, Goofy is number one. Well, you you heard it here, folks. The greatest father Listen. in all of movies is Goofy. In a Goofy movie. Now, listen, we have laid out a fairly good argument as to why, though. I thought we did our job pretty well. Yeah. Because if if it weren't for the fact that he invested all his money. He did. And in my opinion, how you judge a father is by their children. And Max grows. He becomes an adult. He has lessons taught to him because of Goofy. Yeah. Because it turns out Goofy's a a good good dad. dad. The whole movie is basically like, look, Goofy's a good dad. He's goofy, but he's a good dad. He only has, like, one moment where, like, he is beaten down to a point where he, like, basically quits. The hot tub scene when they're at the hotel. When he when he learns that Max changed the route. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's the only time. But he comes back from that pretty quick. Yeah, he does. And Goofy's number one, Goofy's man. Goofy's number one. And I think Goofy's he takes it by him. I'm not, even, I'm not even ashamed of this. No. Goofy's number one by, by a mile. This is, our, this is the list. This is the list. Krispy Kreme, break it down. <laughs> do you remember the Goofy song? This is going to be really off kilter. Okay, here, hit me with it. Okay. I think I do. It was, I forget, there was like this weird Disney show that went, and it was just like a collection of random shit yeah. from like the Goofy stuff. And it was, Goofy saw a squirrel. And this weird like rap song started. And it was like Goofy sounds followed by squirrel, 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 squirrel. Yeah! Fuck, that's really squirrel, familiar, squirrel, man. Squirrel, squirrel. No, I do remember it. Do you remember that? And it was like this oh, weird like, yeah, no, it was music weird. video. Man, what did... What, what was that? <laughs> Goofy's number one, man. That's what Goofy's number one. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Krispy Kreme fucking break it down, I guess, man. Krispy Kreme break it down. Oh, I'm not doing this anymore after this episode. No more Krispy Kreme break it <laughs> we down. We won't put the soundbite in anymore. Please, we'll thank just, you. We'll just say it. Okay. Number five, Larry McPherson from Lady Bird. You both have such strong personalities. 
Number four, Marlin from Finding Nemo. I like Nemo. Nemo? Well, we'll name one Nemo, but I'd like most of them to be Marlin Jr. Number three, Mac McGuff from Juno. In my opinion, the best thing you can do is find a person who loves you for exactly what you are. Number two, Chris Gardner. With the upset. From a a pursuit of happiness. Dinosaurs. Where? You don't see all these dinosaurs. Look around. Look at all these dinosaurs. And number one. Coming in. Number one. Goofy. Climbing the fucking ladder. From number four all the way to one. Casting his sins aside. Ascending his throne as the gods of dads in movies. Goofy, goofy from, from a, a goofy, goofy movie. Oh, I was just pretending for your sake. All right, sure. Did too. Did not. <laughs> oh, it is sweet. I'm very happy. I am this above. Is, this might be happy. my favorite number one. You know, they say that the pursuit of happiness is really all about, but I think it's just putting Goofy at number one. Goofy at number one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for our next list. Goofy number one, right? I mean, <laughs> no, because as we said last week, <laughs> good transition, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, um, we're gonna do uh, the start of our new series, which I don't think you came up with a name yet. Dreamcast. I, I love it, Dreamcast, where we're gonna take a fictional character and we're gonna pick five actors that we think would do phenomenally in the roles, and we're gonna go through that. We're gonna combine them and create the list of the top five actors we'd like to see play a character. Next week is going to be the Joker because we are sick and tired of Leto. Yeah. yeah and the going. fact that they have Joaquin Phoenix and Leonardo DiCaprio fighting for the spot. I think they're going Joaquin, though. Like that, That's the I last hope, I heard. I really is that hope they're going so. Joaquin. I do hope so. That's. I think that's a better choice I don't between care. the two. I don't care anymore, but I hope so. Right. I think that's a better choice between the two. But because we are so upset with this whole thing, we decided we can do it better. And so, we're going to. We put Goofy as number one. <laughs> Goofy we're number one is really... the best dad. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> That's about it for me. Are you so next week, tune in for our top five Dreamcast uh, for the role of Joker. Perfect. Uh, as always, follow us on the bullshit. Two ties, top five on everything. Uh, I'm at Tinky B. Winky on Twitter. He's at Lucas Swanson. Uh, you know, share it, spread it. Love it. <laughs> like, comment, surprise, leave. You know, leave some comments, share it around. Let yeah. people know word of mouth let is us, so good. Let us know what you think of Goofy at number Seriously, one. Seriously, though. Uh, See if you agree with don't us. Don't hate us for that. because If you think you can find a better dad. and Anyway, I'd like to hear your argument as to why Goofy is not number one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's Goofy, but dude's a good dad. Tell us why you don't think he's a good dad. And if you haven't seen a Goofy movie, watch a Goofy movie. Yeah, watch a Goofy movie and tell me, like, that's a bad dad. If they could take one thing away from this podcast, what would you say it would be? Watch a Goofy watch movie. Watch a Goofy movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Um, so always check out our old episodes if you haven't. Uh, yeah. We want more from you guys. We want to, you know what, like, we have to come up with lists every week. Give us a list. Let yeah. us know. If you have a, something you want to hear about, let us know. We'll, yeah. We will top five the crap out of it. Uh, anyway, sure will. Tune in next week. Tune into our old stuff. Spread it, like it, share it, subscribe it, all that crap. We love you guys. Thank you. And as always, take care, be good. Watch more movies. We love you. Yo, man, the, oh, the amount of times I think about fucking cooking soup. <laughs> every single time. It's- every time. <laughs>